Here we are, Augustas. This is Vili Ronca's Fruit Factory. Are you excited? No, I'm nervous. It's good twinkie. Augustas, quit eating. We just had dinner. But I always eat when I'm nervous. What are you so nervous about? What if Mr. Vanka doesn't like me? Oh, what if he doesn't like me? Give me a Twinkie. I was here first, wasn't I, Dete? Yes, Veruca dear, you were here first. Tell them, Dete. I don't want anyone to cut in front of me. We were here first. There, I, I told them. Are you happy now, dear? Would you like a Twinkie? Yes. Yes, I would. Well, you should have brought some for yourself. Hurry up, Pop. I don't want to be late. And for heaven's sake, don't say a word. I don't want to be embarrassed. Violet, dear, now listen to me. That's no way to talk to- Can it, Pop? We were here first, in case you're wondering. Sam, no regards, my name. Used cars is my game. This is my daughter, Violet. I can introduce myself, thank you. Well, Violet, are you going to introduce yourself or not? Why should I? You already did. Take that! And that! Bam! Bam! Die! Mike, we're here. Could you please put that away now? Don't bother me, Mom. Can't you see I'm in the middle of a game? But there's people looking at you, Mike. Why do I care? I'm busy right now. We were here first. Buzz off. Don't mind him. He gets like that when he's playing his video games. He's always playing his video games. Hurry, Charlie. You run on ahead. I'll catch up with you in a minute. That's okay, Grandpa. I'll walk with you. I don't mind. You're such a good boy, Charlie. Today's your day to shine. It's not really me shining, Grandpa. It's Jesus in me. Well, it's you letting him shine through, Charlie. We were here first, so if you're thinking of taking cuts, forget it. I wasn't thinking about that, sir. I don't mind waiting my turn. I'm just glad to be here. We're not late, are we, Grandpa? Because I wouldn't want to keep anyone waiting. No, Charlie, we're right on time. Look, Mommy, that kid's daddy is old. He's my grandpa. I wasn't talking to you. Mm. Just forgive him, Charlie. That's him! I saw him first! He's a lot smaller in person. Welcome, one and all, to the fabulous Fruit Factory. I'm Willy Ronka. We know who you are, Ronka. Your name was on the invitation we got. Then you read it? And you're here? I was here first, so you have to let me in first. You must be Veruca Hefe. I've heard so many things about you. None of them wonderful. Good afternoon, Mr. Ronka. I'm Veruca's father. We were here first, so I'm assuming you'll give us our tour first. The Bible says, but many who are first will be last, and the last first. He said the first are last. I'm first. Quit pushing. You heard her. We were first. There's plenty of room for everyone. And the apple doesn't fall far from the tree, does it, Mr. Hefe? What are you saying, Ronka? It's so good of you all to come. Where did you get that goofy outfit? Augustus Gossip. 
Do you always say what's on your mind? Yeah, usually. Between bites, no doubt. Mrs. Gossip, I presume? Yes, Mr. Ronka. Uh, please forgive Augustas. We didn't have a chance to eat on the way over here. Mommy, we just ate dinner before we came, remember? Children learn from our bad habits, as well as our good ones. Augustas, don't correct your mother in public. It's impolite. Hi, Willie. My name is Violet Noregard. This is my pop. Sam Noregard. I'm in sales. Here's my card. Zip it, pop. I'm the one that got invited, not you. You're just here because you're my legal guardian. Did you catch that attitude? I don't wonder why some animals eat their young. I know what you mean. Wait, what? Die, die! Let me guess. Mike Nintendo. I'm sorry. He's always playing his video games. He's just a boy. He'll grow out of it. On the contrary, Mrs. Nintendo. A flower blooms where it's planted. And so will a weed with very deep roots. What weed? It's so nice to meet you, Mr. Ronka. I'm Charlie. I know. And it's even nicer to meet you and your grandpa, Joe. How do you do, sir? I'm blessed. And it's obvious by your grandson that you are too. Thank you, sir, for the invitation. The pleasure is all mine, Charlie. Are you ready to go inside? Yes, sir. All right, everyone. Get ready. We're about to embark on one of life's greatest adventures. Well, Ronka, what are we waiting for? Can you feel the excitement in the air? I can feel it. So can I, Charlie. All I can feel are my tired, aching feet. All right, here we go. If you never thought your home could be anything but catastrophe, Hopefully you'll begin to see you spell love T-I-M-E. You've got an invitation. You've got a chance to see God's point of view. Everything we see and hear affects the thoughts we hold so near. But when you learn about God's love, you think on things above. You've got an invitation. You've got a chance to see God's point of view. Old things pass, all things are made brand new. Come with me, and you'll see God has a simple explanation for the way we behave. He should know we're His creation. If you want a home of paradise, God's Word has a plan, so view it. Anything God says, just do it. It will change your world. God will see to it. There is no life I know to compare with God's imagination. Living there, you'll be free if you truly want to be. This is it? What, you were expecting chocolate? It's a fruit factory. So then, where's all the fruit? My dear Mr. Hefe, we don't make the fruit. We inspect the fruit. What are those things? You mean, who are those people? They're Fruitalupas. Fruitalupas? What's a Fruitalupa? They used to make Fruit Loops. That's how they made their living. But the big cereal companies took over and they were left without a job. So I hired them to help me. They're all different colors. 
like a rainbow. Yes, Charlie. Lemon yellow, orange orange, pink hearts, green clovers. Wait, I think I have my cereals mixed up. Mmm, cereal. But the point is, God loves us all the same, no matter what color we are or shape we're in. So, who makes the fruit? You do, my dear Augustus. We all do. Every day of our life, every moment of every day, we're making fruit. Some of it's good fruit. Some of it's bad fruit. But how, Mr. Ronka? How do we make fruit? In your heart, Charlie. That's the real fruit factory. I want to go home, Daddy. I'm bored. I want to go home now. All right, Veruca dear. Where's the exit, Ronka? Oh, you head toward the brain drain around the tutorooter, past the cedometer, by the action flick, and straight out the exit. We're headed that way now. Follow me. Why can't we just go out the way we came in? Well, that's the entrance. It's only used for entering. If I let you exit through the entrance, then I would have had to let you enter through the exit. And everything would be turned around backwards and nothing would make any sense. God is a god of order, Mr. Hefe. Shall we proceed? Our first stop is the brain drain. We have found that our thoughts have a great effect on the fruit we bear. That's why we're supposed to think on good things. And when we have bad thoughts, we're supposed to cast them down. That's impossible. We can't control what we think about. Oh no, I'm out of Twinkies. Oh, my dear Augustus, you can control what you think about by controlling what you see and hear. The Bible says to seek those things that are above. Instead of seeking a Twinkie, why don't you seek the bread of life, Jesus? If you think I'm bad, you should see my friend Gretel. She can eat a whole cake by herself. In fact, she looks like a cake. I have a picture. We call that gossiping. Gossiping? Seeing the faults of others and spreading them around. It makes you feel better about yourself when you're really the one with the problem. It's all in your thinking. I forgot I had a picture of a Twinkie. I missed you. It's disgusting the way he is with his Twinkies. It starts as something you see with your eyes or hear with your ears about someone else. Instead of protecting the reputation of others, you tell everyone who will listen. Excuse me, Mr. Ronka. I've been expecting this call. Oh, it's about time you called me back. Did you hear the message I left you about Hilda? I know. I can't believe it either. So how does the brain drain work? You simply place your head in the drain and your thoughts spill into it. Good thoughts flow freely out, but bad thoughts tend to hang on to the mind, not wanting to let go. They've been known to drag entire bodies down the drain with them. My head in the drain? Like this? Ah, help, Mommy! Ah. Augustus! Augustus! Ah. Ronka, do something! Help, 911. I can't believe he fell in a drain like that. I can't. Didn't you see all the Twinkies he ate? Where does the drain lead to? To the Thought Pot. What's the Thought Pot? Well, you're really going to like this. It takes our thoughts and cooks them until they become what we think about. It's scriptural, you know. My Augustus is going to be cooked alive? Well, it's only supposed to cook our thoughts. I'm not sure what happens when a body is attached. He should be all right. I hope. What? Oompa, check the thought pot. One of our guests has fallen in the brain drain again. 
Oh, the excitement is almost too much. I can't wait to see what he's become. Although I have a pretty good idea. Oh, he's a Twinkie. I knew it. What have you done to my Augustus? I didn't do anything to him. You did, and his thoughts did. The Bible says, for as he thinks, in his heart so is he. Proverbs 23, 7. I thought this was a fruit factory, Ronka. A Twinkie isn't a fruit. But it was Augustus's fruit. What do you think your fruit will be, Mr. Hefe? I don't know. Mr. Ronka, what do I do with my son? Well, you could eat him. <laughs> Oompa, take Mrs. Gossip and her Twinkie out back. Feed him to the Wang Doodles. Wang Doodles? They love Twinkies. What do you get when you've no self-control? Feeding your flesh what is bad for your soul. A mind full of garbage is what you will get. And fruit that is rotten, you can bet. It comes from a glutton. Now please everyone, we don't want anyone else to know what Augustus thinks about all day. That would be gossiping. Come along everyone. Is Augustus gonna be alright, Mr. Ronka? That's up to his mother, Charlie. You know, it amazes me how some parents have no time for their children until they're in trouble. If only they'd make time before that, much of the trouble would be avoided. He's right. Well, let's keep going. We're showing Veruca the way out. The Tutorooter? What kind of a name is that? Oh, it's a very clever one. I came up with it myself. Do you like it? Whatever. What does it do? Well, the thoughts that we think about get down into our heart and form attitudes. Attitudes are harder to change than thoughts are. But with some hard work, they can be changed. Do attitudes affect the fruit we bear? Absolutely, Charlie. A good attitude produces good fruit. And a bad attitude produces bad fruit. It's that simple. So, how do you fix a bad attitude? Pipe down, Pop. We don't have time for this. What's the hurry? I'll tell you what the hurry is. I want to get out of here. Oh, put a lid on it, Veruca. You were saying, Mr. Ronka? And take your time. A bad attitude is rooted in selfishness, always wanting your own way, which naturally leads to disobedience. God can change an attitude in an instant. A parent can change a child's attitude with proper instruction and discipline. But it takes time and patience. The secret, Mr. No Regard, is in being more stubborn than the child. Why is it okay for parents to be stubborn and not kids? Good parents don't insist on having things their way. Good parents insist on having things God's way. That's the difference. All this talk of attitudes, I'm not really in the mood. Your instruction I despise. I'm always right in my own eyes. Why should I think about God's way? I'm deliriously happy looking out for number one. Oh, my child, you're in a stew, if you're only thinking of you. Why only think about yourself? God has got a better way. Just learn to give and not to take. Why keep that ugly attitude? You must be caring, loving, and sharing. Your little heart is acting rude. So, how does the tutor rooter work, Mr. Ronka? Pop, did you forget what I've told you? 
This is not your show. I've had just about enough of you, little girl. I've tried to reason with you until I'm blue in the face. The father of a fool has no joy. Proverbs 17.21 A fool despises her father's instruction. Proverbs 15.5 The tutor-rooter, Mr. Anka. How does it work? The tutor-rooter grabs hold of the selfish root, if there is one. And pulls it out? Blows it out. How do you turn it on? You just stand in front of it. It turns itself on. Oh, look! I wouldn't do that. It's blowing on me! My, that was a deep root. I don't see anything. No, of course not. It's an attitude. Attitudes are only recognizable by our words and behavior, which are measured by the cetometer in the action flick. Come on, I'll show you. But my daughter! She should be fine now. Once the attitude is removed, that usually takes care of the problem. Well, the most important step is to replace it. With a good attitude. Too many O's. Take one out, what do you have? A God attitude? Precisely. A God attitude is the best. Greater love has no one than this than to lay down one's life for his friends. John 15, 13. So, uh, where is she? She who? What do you mean, who? Violet, that's who? Check which way the fan is blowing. See which way your daughter's going. The direction you'll be knowing. Where your daughter is a stowing. All right. The fan is blowing. You'd better have a good lawyer! Well, now we know where that selfish root came from. I wasn't sure if it was the mother or the father. Sometimes it's both. Oompa, organize a search party. Skip the cake and punch this time. Find our guests. They'll be the ones with no attitude. Plug them into some good Bible teaching for a few months. That should help them form a God attitude. What do you get when you act like a brat? Wanting your own way wherever you're at. Never respecting what others may think. That kind of fruit will always stink. We all smell your attitude. This way, everyone! Two down, three to go! Two down, three to go? What does that mean? Yeah, Ronka, what exactly does that mean? Are you trying to get rid of us? No, Mr. Hefe, we've seen the brain drain and the tutor-rooter. All that's left now is the cetometer, the action flick, and then the exit. Two down, three to go. In that order, I want the exit now! We don't want to get the horse before the cart. Wait, reverse that. Cart before the horse. This is the cetometer. What exactly is a cetometer? Well, the cetometer takes your words, weighs and measures them to see if they are good or bad. For out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks, Matthew 12, 34. In other words, we know what kind of tree you are by the fruit that comes out of your mouth. That's the most absurd thing I've ever heard. I want my way. I want my own way. I just don't care if you think it's not fair. What if I pull my hair? I want to go now. I want to leave. I mean right now. Whatever I say, I always get my way. Every single day until now. I wouldn't do that. Don't care how. I want to go now. 
Very demanding, that one. She expects very little of others, so she demands her own way. What a shame. Where did she go? Who? Veruca! Oh, down the chute to the furnace. We burn the bad seeds. It's the best way to get rid of them. She really needs to turn a new leaf. Who cares about a new leaf? She'll be burned alive! Oh, I doubt that. The furnace is only lit when the furnace is full. It's a pretty big furnace. I doubt she filled it up. You'd better hope you're right, Ronka. I'm coming, Veruca! <laughs> I was right about that apple tree. I hope they're all right. Hope, Charlie? It's God's love working in us that produces real hope. Now this is the confidence that we have in God, that if we ask anything according to His will, He hears us. And if we know that He hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we've asked of Him. 1 John 5, 14 and 15. That's something Veruca needs to learn. Oompa, go down to the furnace room. We have quite a load in there. Please try to remove Mr. Hefe and his daughter Veruca before the fire is lit. Why are your words always so full of hate? Demanding things now while you make others wait. Shouting and screaming cause you were so mad. Fruit like that always tastes so bad. It's downright disgusting. Let's keep moving. Well, she wanted to get out of here. Our group keeps shrinking. I'm beginning to wonder if anyone will be left when we get to the exit. Come along. This is the action flick. The action flick? Now you're talking, Mr. Onka. It's not that kind of action flick. Did anybody get killed? I don't know. I suppose it's possible. Here, Mom, hold this. Well, it's about time. I only told you to stop playing this thing half an hour ago. He never does anything I tell him to do. Actions speak louder than words. How does it work, Mr. Ronka? Well, it's similar to the Cetameter, but instead of weighing and measuring your words, it weighs and measures your behavior. A well-behaved child is the product of a well-behaved parent. I'm well-behaved. A well-behaved parent is obedient to God's word, even when it comes to training their children. So this is like a virtual reality game. I would like to program my dad to be the bad guy so I can blast him. Why would you want to blast your dad? For leaving me and my mom. Everyone makes mistakes, even parents. Children that have the right kind of heart forgive their parents when they're wrong. You don't know my dad, Mr. Ronka. I can't forgive him. I just might give him what is coming to him. Wait, don't put that on. Why? What happens if he puts it on? The action flick weighs and measures your behavior, showing you the consequences of your actions. If it's good, break out the popcorn and coke. Bam! 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 Children that grow up hating their parents for the wrong things they've done end up becoming just like them. Where did he go? Where did who go? My sweet boy, Mike! Straight to jail. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. What, what do I do now? Train up a child in the way he should go. And when he is old, he will not depart. Proverbs 22.6 It's not too late. Train him? 
But to train means to form by instruction, discipline, and practice. It's a big job being a parent, but it's an even bigger job being a kid when you don't have good parents. Oompa, take Mrs. Nintendo to visit Mike in jail. Start him on spiritual rehab along with his mother. Do unto others as you would want done. Learn to forgive just like God's only son. Be kind to others and far you will go. If not, we'll know what fruit you grow. Fruit that's full of ugly worms. Well, Charlie, this is it. This is the exit. The exit? But Veruca wanted to leave, not me. You haven't inspected my fruit yet. What if my fruit has worms or something? Charlie, you don't need me to inspect your fruit. You and your grandfather have been doing a fine job of that yourselves. The Bible says if you judge yourself, you'll not be judged. So that's it then? It's over? No, you won, Charlie. You won. Don't you see? It's only the beginning. Jesus lives inside of you. There's a whole world out there that needs you, Charlie. Someone's watching you each day, how you behave and what you say. And when they ask why you're polite, they'll learn God's way is right. You've got an invitation. You've got a chance to show the world God's love and tell the world that all good things are from above. If you want a home that's paradise, God's word has a plan, so view it. Anything God says, just do it. It will change your world. God will see to it. There is no life I know to compare with God's imagination. Living there, you'll be free if you truly want to be. You're still listening. So you heard how the fruit factory works and that the real fruit factory is in your heart. God is the best parent ever. He gave us his son to die on the cross for our sins so that he could be our heavenly father. And Jesus, he was the best child because he was obedient, even to his death on the cross. By asking Jesus to come live in us, we become children of God. It's God that helps us to be good parents and to be good children, wanting to obey our parents. If you've never asked Jesus to come live in your heart, then I want to pray with you right now. Dear God, thanks for sending Jesus to die for my sins. Jesus, come into my heart. Be the boss of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Now God is working in you so that you want to do good works and he'll help you become the very best parent, the very best child you can be. Special thanks to Shiloh and Avi Colson and Caleb Webb. Please share Fish Bites for Kids on social media, and we'd really appreciate you taking a moment to rate and review this podcast to help reach more people. Thanks for listening, and come back soon for more Fish Bites.